The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about sales blunders that you need to stop making right now. And I am excited to share with you as well. Next week, I'm running my three-day challenge called Unlock 10K Months, how to elevate your mindset, your money mindset, your sales strategy, and your business strategy in order to hit 10K months consistently. So if you are in a service-based business and you are ready to elevate your income, then definitely come and join me. You know, if you've ever been a part of any of my masterclasses, any of my challenges, you know that I love to jam pack them. They're not like a hardcore sales process. It's literally just taking you through the key things that you need to be aware of in order for you to make sure that your business can make 10K months and some of the key strategies that have worked for me and that have worked for the clients that I've helped get to 10K months. And I'm going to share it all with you. There will be opportunities to ask me questions and get coached live on the call. And there's an opportunity to be challenged as well, to show up in a different way to sell your services. So I would love you to come and join me. And at the end of it, if you've absolutely loved it and you've gained value from our time together, I'm going to invite you to become part of the Elevate Mastermind, which the next round kicks off in November, which is designed to actually support you through the stages of getting to 10K months. So you have people that surround you to support you, to uplift you. You have one-on-one coaching with me, you have group coaching and masterminding, and you have access to my 10K Accelerator program within the mastermind. So it is a blended program with a mastermind and one-on-one coaching because I feel like that's the perfect blend that's going to actually get you to the next level within your business. So if you feel like you want to become part of it and learn from me, then absolutely come and join me for Unlock 10K Months, which is happening the 16th, 17th and 18th of October, each day at one o'clock on Australian Eastern Standard Time, which in Brisbane is 1 p.m. and in Melbourne or Sydney is 2 p.m. So if you'd love to come and join me, I'd love you to come and click the link in the bio or click the link in on the show notes below and you can register your spot for free. Alrighty, today I want to talk to you about sales blunders. So over the last couple of months, I've been taking an incredible group of women through leveling up their business and understanding sales in a whole new way, in a whole new way. Sales can trigger a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, and a lot of feelings of being uncomfortable, right? Because there's a lot of language or mindset around it being salesy, sleazy, or pushy. But at the end of the day, you need to learn how to sell and sell in a really authentic way because without your expertise in selling, business can be very, very hard. Like, honestly, it can be one of the hardest things to do because if you're not selling, and one of the things that I took my ladies through in my mastermind is we actually looked at what are some of the activities they're doing that they think is selling. And we looked through those and was actually determined that, hang on a minute, you're not actually selling. You're not taking someone through a decision-making process in order for them to decide whether working with you is the best fit or not, right? We want either way, right? We want people to make a decision at the end of the day. But if you're not presenting them with a, with a decision, if you're not taking them through a decision-making process, then you're leaving so much money on the table and you're not able to actually help people. If you're really passionate about helping people and making an impact, then you have to support them through the decision-making process, Right? You're not forcing them. You're not manipulating them. You're creating an opportunity to have a conversation to determine whether your offer is the perfect fit for what problem they're experiencing in their life or their business, and then asking them to basically say yes or no, right? And so what can happen is because there's so much angst around it, so much fear around it, so much 
fear of being salesy or sleazy or pushy that we end up not selling and we end up hesitating or we get so caught up in so much doubt around it that it can actually impact people saying yes or no to our services or offerings. So one of the first sales blunders that I think you need to stop doing is doubting your value, right? One of those key things is actually doubting your value because if you're not confident in in the way that you communicate your offer, people don't buy because people are actually wanting to buy certainty and confidence. And certainty is what understates confidence, right? So your confidence comes from your certainty in what you can deliver. So one of my other clients, I was talking through this the other day and we basically had to go, I, I, I basically had to say to her, I want you to go back to at least five to 10 of your past clients and ask them the impact that you have had within their life because she hadn't done that. And so she was like thinking that it was a great impact. And so she saw the initial kind of impact short-term, but not long-term. And when she actually went back and did that with a few of her clients, she was like, okay, I get it now. Like I actually fully believe that this is so worth it. And I remember like a past boss saying to me, like, if you had the cure to cancer and someone was standing in front of you that had cancer, what would you do in order to communicate how important it is that they did what you asking them to do in order to cure cancer? You would be so freaking passionate. You would literally be like, this is exactly what you need, right? There would be no doubt in your mind. There'd be no doubt in your voice. There would be no like, oh, do you really want to do this? Is this something that you'd like to do? It would be literally like, this is it. This is what you want to do. There's proof around it. Here's the evidence. Go and take this. It's going to actually solve your problem, right? This is where I've often like come back to is like, how do I have the conviction And you obviously don't want to lie. You want to find the evidence to prove that your service or offering creates a certain outcome. And this is where some people get so stuck because they're not doing the actual work to look back and go, well, hang on a minute. What impact did I have? What results did it create? What tangible outcomes did it create? How did it make them feel? What's changed for them since working with me? And when you go back and find that information out, it can bolster your confidence and bolster your belief in yourself and your offering. And that's what you need in order to be able to have the conviction to show up and sell your offers. And when you don't have that, like let's say you're early stage in your business, you want to assume what outcome you can create, right? And then you want to go and get that proof as quickly as possible. So whether you are, if you're fresh starting out, I would go and and actually do free offers to get people to give you testimonials and feedback so then you can actually make a viable offer and that you can get the proof that it does actually work and the evidence. Then I would do a low bono offers, which is like a, just a low cost uh, investment. So then people are investing in it. So you can prove that the offer is viable and people will actually pay for it. And then again, over delivering the incredible results, get the impact, get the results, get the feedback, and then sell it again and again and again and increase your prices as you go. So often what happens and we're going through that next stage and sometimes I'll go through someone's business numbers and go, oh, hang on a minute, you're really undercharging. And they go, oh, well, I can't charge more. People won't pay more. And it's actually got nothing to do with what people will pay. It's got to do with their belief in themselves and their belief in the delivery of their offer, their belief in their transformation that they create for their customers. They don't actually believe that they can deliver it 100% of the time. And so we've got to go and do that work. And it's often because they literally just haven't gone back and asked for a really long time. Like it's been six or 12 months and they haven't gone back and asked those customers what impact that they had for them. And so your confidence is paramount. And so sometimes you need to fake it till you make it as much as I hate that saying. Sometimes you've got to fake it till you make it to get people to buy in and then over deliver. So you do get the testimonials, you do get the feedback, but you also have to ask for it. Don't just expect it to come. Don't just hope that they're going to love it and give a testimonial. Make sure that you're really strategic in the way that you ask for the feedback. So you literally can say, okay, 
What specific outcomes did the work that we do together create? And there's a whole bunch of questions you can ask depending on your service or your offering. And I always give this in my Elevate Mastermind to get them to go on back and do this because of the fact that it, it generates such confidence in people's ability to then go out and then sell themselves. Okay, so that's the first one. The next one is letting your clients choose or dictate what they're going to buy. This is where often people have way too many offers going on. They really aren't sure what, they're not actually diagnosing what's going on for their customer and delivering based on certainty of what they think that this is best for the customer. They're basically going, here's all the things, here's the way I work, here's how you can work with me, here's all the different offers that I have, you choose, right? Please stop doing this. It's actually detrimental to your business, especially if you're a service-based business, because your customer doesn't know what you know and they don't know what is the best fit for them majority of the time, unless it's a service that is so blatantly clear of like, do you want an eyebrow wax? Here's an eyebrow wax, right? Like <laughs> unless it's like exactly that, like that, I think you need to make sure that you are making the time to diagnose the client's problem, to determine what it is that they need for the best outcome, right? And then discuss it. Let it be a conversation rather than just let the customer choose. Because what can often often happen is you think that you're doing them a service by saying you choose and then they're making the decision because you're taking yourself out of the sales process. Basically, it's what you're doing. You're basically going, I'm too scared to sell to you and, and tell you what I think you need. You just decide and then I'll, I'll deliver, right? You just decide. The biggest problem with this is that if the customer doesn't know what service is going to deliver the result that they want, they basically then end up often choosing based on inclusions or based on price. And that may not actually give them the right outcome because they're not the expert. You are the expert. And then what can happen is that you end the service and they feel dissatisfied because they actually had the transformation or the result in mind that they wanted, but they did not know what they needed to buy in order to get that. So then they kind of just took what they thought was the right thing. But then often if it's not delivered, then they walk away feeling dissatisfied. And the reason why that happened was there was a big miscommunication because the expert did not step in and go, hey, I need to know this information before I can determine what you need, right? So if you're not doing that, if you're not uncovering what the problem is, how it's affecting them, how it's showing up for them in their lives or their business, what impact it's having, asking them about the desire and what they really want to be happening and figure out what the real problem is and make sure that you're delivering based on what they need and giving them what they want, they will end up just walking away being dissatisfied and not knowing. And they're not often even telling you, like they won't even tell you, they'll just go away and find some other service with someone else. And if someone asks them, oh, how did you go with that person? They kind of go, yeah, it was okay, right? We don't want that. We want raving fans. We want people to be talking about your service on a whole other level. So it's up to you as the expert to not let your clients dictate what they're going to buy and make sure that you're taking the time to take them to a sales process and determine what they need. Diagnose them like a doctor, like literally like a doctor. You need to prescribe what they need based on their problem. And if you don't know their problem well enough, you're probably under, under prescribing, right? And so this is what happens, right? Then it creates so much resentment within the relationship because you're either over delivering and trying to give them what they need, they're dissatisfied. So they might come and say, oh, you know, I'm not really sure. Or they might just, you know, there's so many different scenarios. This is what I see so much. There's so many different scenarios. And then you possibly get resentful because you're probably doing more work probably to deliver the result that they really want, but you actually underquoted. And then you actually do more work where you should be charging more for it, but your boundaries aren't in place. And so then you become resentful. You start hating the work that you're doing. You start having, you know, dis disconnected relationship with the customer, which leaves even more dissatisfaction 
in the relationship and they walk away with a funny taste in their mouth and then you kind of don't didn't like working with them like it's a recipe for disaster so please stop letting your clients choose and start being the expert and stepping in and actually deciding what you think is going to be best for them. From there, you can negotiate, right? From there, you can have a conversation. And if it's the if it's too big of a package, then you can break it down. But you've got to communicate based on what you want. This is what's going to give it to you. But if you only take this package, we're only going to get to here. Are you okay with that? So you can still talk about it and adjust the package, absolutely. But please make sure that you're diagnosing so then they're getting what they need and you're not letting them just figure it out on their own because they don't know what you know as the expert. Okay, the next sales blunder is overcomplicating the buying process. If it is too difficult to buy from you, people will not buy from you. If you leave it too many steps, like if it literally takes you way too long to get from A to B to buy from you, people will often walk away and you're leaving money on the table. So you really want to make sure that you put yourself in your customer's shoes and take yourself through your own buying process and ensure that it's easy, right? If you can make it easier and less steps, like honestly, if you can make it less than three steps, on it, it is like the best thing to do. So if you're, and I'm like talking, even if it's like online, three clicks, like if it's more than three clicks, you're annoying people, <laughs> improve your process. And the same thing with your website, right? Like if it takes, if it's too hard for people to find what they need, they're going to go somewhere else. So if you're overcomplicating the buying process, now another example of this, and this came out of my Elevate Mastermind, was that um, I've had a couple of clients where they were having discussions with people, potential clients, whether it was over DMs or Messenger or whatever, then they get them on the phone, have a chat with them on the phone, then they still don't actually communicate the offer and they say, I'll send you a proposal. And they put together a really big proposal, but often then the proposal has two or three actual options for them to go with. So again, too many options. They're not diagnosing the problem and actually having conviction with their offer and saying, this is exactly what I need, what you need, first offer. You should not be actually offering more than two. Like two is max. If you go more than two, it creates confusion. And I only ever offer two if you're unsure. And that's usually if you're unsure is because either the customer is unsure or you haven't asked enough questions. Okay. So we want to go back and actually ask more questions and then communicate one offer. One offer is going to be the, give you the best outcome. And then you can adjust from there. All right. So what was happening is that, yes, yeah, so they were having the conversation, then getting on the phone, having another conversation. Then the conversation wasn't complete yet. They then wait, made them wait a day or two before then sending a proposal. They sent a proposal without a real clear call to action of what to do next. Then the customer kind of sat with it for a few days to kind of see how it felt. And then like a few days later, then the person followed up with an email and it kind of just goes on like that, right? It's too confusing. It's too much of a complicated sales process. We need to go from one, two, and three. So conversation, whether it's in the DMs or over email or contact form, then into a phone call and a sales call. Ideally, you want to discuss the price on the call. Because usually that's what people are getting on the phone for. They want to know all the information. And so when you leave them without the information, that kind of feels like they're walking away going, oh, it's not really, you know, I really wanted to know that information. So then the next part is the third part of actually the next piece of the communication to, to lock in. It should be to confirm the sale. So ideally you want to price it on the phone and then send through details to confirm. Now, if that doesn't, for your type of business, if that doesn't work because you need to take time to actually think about it, that's okay. You can still send a proposal. But ideally, you want to get them back on the phone to actually discuss whether it is the right fit for them, whether that sounds right for them, it's within their budget. And if it's not, then you do have the option to then go to the secondary offer. So often what happens is we go to email and then people just, it just gets left in people's inboxes and goes cold and it's just too hard to overcome objections over an email. 
You want to make sure you're on the phone to discuss those objections so then you can move forward on it. So, and again, if you're on a sales page, if you're clicking through three or four different clicks, it's too many clicks. So please stop making it so complicated. Again, the other way I see it being complicated is if you're you're not clear in the way that you're communicating the next steps or you're asking them to figure out what they need without your interaction. So this could be over a website. So this happened recently over a website where the, it wasn't clear on how the customer could determine what it is that they really need. And so they might come with an idea and then they're like, oh, okay, so I'm, am I supposed to book two tokens or three tokens through your website? So there was so much for a customer. It's like, I don't even know what I need. Like I have no clue what I need. That's why I'm coming to you because I need you to tell me what I need. And so there was too much confusion going on. And so we've then implemented a, a book a sales call so then they can actually discuss it to determine what they need. Because yeah, you can't just leave it up to the customer every time because the customer is not the expert. That's why they need your help, right? So being as clear as possible and making sure that it is not complicated to buy from you. And then the last one I want to talk to you about is not consistently promoting your offers. So if you want to get better at sales, the best thing that you can do is sell more. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it is, it's the truth. The more that you communicate it. And I was saying this to one of the girls in my mastermind that we did this uh, awesome sales call. So basically I took them through this process to uncover the key components within their sales process. And then I got them to practice it. So communicating their offer, communicating their, un- your, their USP, their unique selling position, and also communicating how they can help them. Right. And what their next steps are. So communicating all parts of basically the presenting, the presenting of the offer, And so as we went through that, there was one of the girls that actually missed the live call. And so then she jumped into the community a day later after she got to watch the replay and she jumped to the community and jumped on video and basically shared her key pieces. And I was able to give her feedback on those. And it was so good. And one of the things that she came out from that experience and said was like, I'm so glad I had the courage to do that because I could have easily just watched the replay and just moved on. But she said, but practicing it out loud made it easier for me to to have such clarity in the way that I can communicate my uniqueness and my sales offer. And she said, by doing that, I feel much more confident now going on the phone and actually talking to someone about it. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. Like, I want you to communicate. I want you to literally practice it, even if it's practicing it with a dog. Like, honestly, like if you've got a cat, sit with a cat and tell the cat your offer, communicate your unique selling position and communicate the price. If your tone of voice when you're communicating the price changes compared to the other parts of the conversation you've had with a client, the client feels that uncertainty or your hesitation around it. So it needs to roll off the tongue really easily. So making sure that you're actually saying it out loud to yourself so it's easy to say, right? The Elevate Mastermind is $2,500 as an upfront payment, or if you prefer to do a payment plan, it's four monthly payments of $625, right? easy. You want to make sure that it rolls off the tongue. So it's easy for people to know and they feel the confidence within your voice. So if you haven't practiced your sales offer recently and you feel like you're blundering your sales calls, make sure that you do that. And I'm even talking like, even if you're communicating your offer on your stories, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And it just becomes casual rather it being this professional, like kind of like stale kind of awkward thing that people do sometimes when they're not confident in what they're actually communicating. So practice, practice, practice makes perfect. Absolutely. Every single time. So it's so key that you make sure that you're actually consistently promoting your offers on a regular basis. Otherwise people do not know how to work with you. And if you, again, you're making it too hard for people to find out how to work with you. If you 
communicate it clearly and you do it consistently, then people know that you are the right person to go to. The more they see you, the more trust it builds. So show up consistently and promote and share with them and ask them, invite them into your world and ask them to buy from you. It is like one of the best things that you can do on a consistent basis. And when we actually look at it, I did this with my girls in my elevator again, ask them to think back over the last month, how many times that they would have actually made an offer. And majority of them, like a high percentage of them would were like, I don't think I have made an offer. And I'm like, so you're out there sharing content, but you're not telling people how to work with you. You're out there posting all this stuff. It's all fun and it's all games and it's all, you know, entertaining stuff and it's all really amazing, valuable stuff. But then you're not doing a call to action or you're not saying, hey, this is how you can work with me. And this is why I think you should work with me, right? We need to do it more consistently. So I want you to think about what your sales strategy is and how consistently you're sharing your offers. It needs to be probably doubled and tripled. (laughs) All right. So those are my sales blunders for today. I hope that that's opened your eyes a little bit to some of the things that you may need to improve. And I also want you to be kind to yourself in the process as well, because it is a skill. Sales is a skill that you need to learn. It's not something that everyone just knows. And when you start to actually understand the process, it takes away the sleaziness of the salesiness, right? And, And the pushiness. When you do it in a proper way, an authentic way for you, and you follow the process, it is much easier and it feels much better for your customer and it feels much better for you. I teach this inside my Elevate Mastermind for that exact reason. We spend a whole month on it because it's one of the biggest things that impacts your bottom dollar. So if you want to be making more money, you need to get better at sales. So if you'd like to learn more about this, come and join me for Unlock 10K Months, which is happening on the 16th, 17th and 18th of October. It's a three-day challenge to help you elevate. And I spend one of the whole sessions on sales. So come and join me. It's going to be such an impactful couple of days. And I hope you have an enjoyable rest of your week and I'll see you all really soon. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.